This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. We live. We live. All right, man. They just going to get what showed up when I typed in, <laughs> typed in insecure type music, nigga. And this is what came up, so that's how I feel about insecure season right now. I'm, I'm uninspired musically, but whatever, nigga. Y'all going to get this... Nathan, fuck, he don't want to fuck. He want to make love. <laughs> Low-key, he don't. Because that nigga, she said, I love you. That nigga ain't say nothing. He was like, oh, man, Molly Dog. <laughs> Flavor, Flav. Flavor. Oh, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 197 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson. Uh, Jay Johnson, 313 on everything that matters. One Half of the Culture, a.k.a. Secure. <laughs> and this week, we bring to you the episode five, season five review of Insecure, man. Uh, follow us on all the socials at This Week in Culture across everything. Join the Facebook group, This Week in Culture. It's really fun, man. We have a lot of fun over there. So get with how, us. Uh, how was your weekend, my brother? Man, this weekend was it was good, but it was busy, dog. I'm, uh, got Thanksgiving coming up. I'm going to Atlanta in the morning. Um, and I'm gonna be down there for the rest of the week. So just been trying to get ready for that um, and and get prepared. But I'm excited about this week, dog. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, probably my favorite. Um, I think that it's it's Christmas without the stress of buying gifts. Mm. Like we, I, I get the same vibes, the same joy. But it don't have none of the commercial pressures that come with Christmas, nigga. I get it, I get um, so yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to go see my fam. I also haven't seen my uh, my family in Atlanta since before COVID. Yeah. Um, my parents went down there once, but I was I had just gotten home from the hospital when they went, so I couldn't go. So really excited, man. My my aunt and my uncle down there bought a beautiful fucking mansion um <laughs> like Yo, nigga just said, yeah. beautiful i'm by my home this nigga said mansion. no 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 them niggas is coming 
like 11,000 square feet. <laughs> like that bitch is nice. And my, she's been telling me from the rip, uh, what do the internet be like in a house that big? <laughs> nigga, I don't know, but I'm gonna find out. <laughs> Zombie down there, cyber mundering <laughs> my ass off, nigga. Um, but I'm just excited, man. I ain't seen my fam in a while. And, uh, this I'm, is, uh, well, you clearly, you haven't been out there since before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Since I ain't uh, been in Atlanta since before COVID. And I haven't seen this family since I went to, Tennessee uh, in 2019, mm. we had our little cabin trip. So it's been a minute, dog. I'm very excited. Um, and again, man, we just we gonna cook, we gonna eat, gonna shop. So you got the uh, is it Bartesian or is it Bartisan? So I thought it was Bartisan until I read the box. I didn't really read the box, but it is uh, Bartesian. Okay. Yeah, like uh, Artesian. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but. Uh, I got one literally right after you said that. Oh man, I what you, was, what all you making there? So uh, we went through all the whiskey drinks real quick. <laughs> um, no, literally uh, after the pod last week, Shorty had mentioned it. When you mentioned it, yeah, I was like, oh, that's the shit Shorty been talking it, about. I found it yesterday or last night on discount. Uh, so for like two eighty. She got it with a Black Friday discount code. Okay. Like a pre-Black Friday discount code. And I was like, oh, shit. I thought just wait until Christmas or something. Nigga. I'm like, glad I didn't buy that for her, nigga. Yeah. But, no, we've gotten through the uh, the Manhattan, the Old Fashioned, and the um, Boulevardier. Mm. We done went through all three of them. And it made a lot of them. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The margaritas is fire. Oh, we have them. I just need to go buy some tequila. Now, I know they say use Hornitos or Rip Rip. Yeah, no, you're not going to brand me to death, um, nigga. I use Casamigo. I'm going to use my preferred marks. And Thanks. And I'm all, once that's done, I'm going to bust out the Siempre, you know, proud yeah. sponsors yeah. of uh, Shop, Shop Talk, Talk Podcast, Podcast Studio. Facts. Um, and the fucking Long Island? Strong Island. Yo, so. I made two. <laughs> I made one regular. Yeah. I just want to see what, what time yeah. it was. And then I made a strong one. <laughs> Yo, yo so, this shit is lit. So okay. when I text you, I was off a strong old fashioned. <laughs> I went regular the rest of the night, <laughs> and I was down. I was downtown at a uh, Motor City Soundboard. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I went down and see uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Griffin. Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty cool. They had, I had a weak ass drink in my hand at the time. Oh my god! Because you know the bar, <laughs> it was not. They was not. Heavy. Okay. How was the show though, man? Uh, it was pretty cool, man. Eddie was cool, man. I seen Eddie Griffin uh, and the uh, open act. Who's uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, let me bring it up. But he was from Detroit as well, man. And he was uh, he was pretty funny too, man. Dope. I um, seen Eddie Griffin almost three years ago to the date um, at Motor City Soundport. Uh, me and my parents, man. He's he's T a Ward. house fave. T Ward. T Ward. Yeah. Shout out to T Ward. Oh, was that the girl? No, it was a dude. Okay. It's a maybe that ain't her name. It's a uh, it's another comedian from here. And the reason I say T Ward because I was talking to Macho and Macho said his man's uh, was opening is T Ward. Now unless this was a different person on stage, because I walked in a couple <laughs> minutes, I walked in a couple minutes late. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah. Hey man, um, Thanksgiving plans, dog. I I know. Uh, you talk about you and your fam's Thanksgiving yeah. uh, and y'all's traditions on here, man. Y'all bringing it back this year? Yeah, man. We've been uh, we've been doing the Thanksgiving thing. You know, Thanksgiving been kind of weird the last four years. Yeah, uh, I'm to, sure. Uh, today, actually, specifically, is yeah. the fourth 
year I've been without uh, my maternal. Yeah, man. The, maternal, the, and mom, the, the man. maternal and the paternal is yeah. very, very important. Facts. Uh, so I've been in my fields today. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I seen you, know, you with the throwback pics, man. I love those, though, dog. Man, I got so many pictures, and I was like, I put some in my regular story, but then I deleted it. I'm like, let me put this in my close friends because, like, in my actual close friends, yeah, I have my close friends, and I don't use close friends for like nudes and like, <laughs> and titty pictures and shit. <laughs> I, I I use it for shit that I want. That's share personal to me. With just people I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I know. You, Cause y'all are just, you know how we fuck up everything. Y'all been turn close friends into like if it ain't naked pictures, then don't put in there. My nigga, I only have people I actually know. Yeah, and yeah. consider like friends and my close friends. So, uh, so I post some pictures there. Uh, I just realized that I look like my mom. <laughs> uh, I didn't see. Oh, it. I realized that last week. It was one of them throwback yeah. thirty. Yeah, dog. And I was, was like, like, oh shit. I was like, yo, this is that is kind of like my whole face. You know what I'm saying? And the <laughs> other people were like, yo, nigga, we I've been to it, but. Yo, it is what it is. But rest in peace, man. Myrna Johnson, she's a, a beautiful soul. Yes, sir. And uh, she's very, very missed. That's when uh that's when I was really like, man, this shit deeper than a pod, dog. When uh when, you know, four years ago. Yeah. When that happened. Damn, we've been potting. Damn. Yeah. Cause that was uh that was our first year potting, dog. Damn. And uh I remember, I think, who did I come over there with? Clay? Yeah. Yeah, it was me and Clay. And when when he told me, and obviously I, I talked to you, I was just like, yo, man, I got to go check on my dog. <laughs> like I, And it's kind of ironic, the anniversary, the just the kind of time frame in general, but then the episode of Insecure. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I literally, well, I thought I about t- you. I tell you, when I was watching this I shit, thought about I was, you watching this shit, man. I was like... I'm like, yo, what kind of shit is this, man? Like it, it felt like it was eerily familiar. Yeah. I um I literally was thinking about you the whole time the episode was on, like, dog, this is it's always an interesting conversation when it touches home, man. Yeah. Um I and I think for us that's one of the things that we've always done really well is be transparent. Um, but also really sort of drive home the points that not just that we take from these shows and these movies. But the points that, like, yo, nigga, I actually been through this, dog. Like, like, how, like it's one thing that, so, like, I know we we talk about televisions and shows and movies, but what I try or what we try, I would think, is to, like, how does this impact us on a real yeah. like, human level? Yeah. So most of it is, yes, we're going to talk about the show, but we want to talk about how these themes actually play out in real life. It's one of them things, um, you know, I've, I've had friends hit me and, and associates hit me, be like, yo, man, I I want to listen to y'all pop, but I don't watch that show or whatever. And I'm like, yo, check it out anyway. It's not about because we rarely ever talk about the show, dog. It's, it's we talking about the show, yeah. but you don't gotta watch the show to. The like, show is the backdrop, bro. Yeah. Like especially when it comes to shows like Insecure, like we, you know, the powers and all that. That's gonna be one thing, but when we get a movie or a show that touches on some real shit, some shit that we really relate to. Most of our conversation is going to be about how we relate to that dog, yeah. and um, and you know the show again, it just plays the backdrop. It's the caveat to the conversation. And I got a lot of respect for writers. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because Man. 
I don't think it's so we kind of mentioned that like we've been drawing a lot of stuff out of insecure. Yeah. Um, and it's not been it don't feel like it's necessarily been written in a way for that to be drawn out. But now I thought about that over the weekend. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it could be written that way for us to understand it that way, because that's the exact way that we understood it and what we talk about. So I can't say that the writer didn't have that exactly in mind because it came out of what he he or she wrote. Yeah, I'm never going to tell you that my interpretation of this shit is the wrong way to interpret it. Like, yo, if, if this is how me and Jay looked at it and, and drew conversation from, maybe that is what they wanted the audience to do. Um, Real quick, I'm doing this purely for fucking brownie points. Salute to the Insecure social media pages. Um, For the first time in the history of us reviewing Insecure, they finally showed us some love with a quick like. It wasn't, you know, we ain't get to DM or nothing, but we was like, yo, it would happen on the one week where we kind of gave it a, not the greatest review <laughs> yeah. of the episode, dog. But um, I, I want to salute them anyway because uh, through, again, this is, we just talked about, this is four years, dog, of a potting. Crazy. This is potting from, literally from 2017 and really uh, an idea that started earlier than that. And, um... Insecure being one of the the two shows that kicked all this off, that's a big deal to me, dog. Like, with Power, we didn't got likes and and even repost or whatever from cast members, Courtney, all kinds of shit. We didn't been up in there, dog. But with Insecure, it was like, yo, how strongly we reviewed this show and how much we've gotten out of it. It's like it's a big deal to me, dog. I know y'all probably get millions and thousands of likes. Facts, facts. I think the same... Instagram account been tagging you for four years. Literally, dog. And and to get that that love back, if nothing else, man, it just it confirmed that yo, y'all seen it. And and for me, that's enough, man. Y'all y'all ain't gotta hit me and say Yo, shout out to uh the Grams of Snow, right? Facts. Um I saw they posted they uh uh, succession review yeah i guess last week yeah they named it a particular way yeah and then on instagram uh succession hbo whatever posted with that repost exact, i'm like yo niggas be tapping in dog. i know people yeah. don't think they be tapping in because you may not be uh pulling in three hundred thousand yeah uh, a week or some shit but like people really be tapped in man here's the thing y'all especially for what we do what what grams of snow does um and a few other of these very niche sort of pods, it ain't as flooded of a marketplace for what we specifically pod about, dog. That's a like, yes, you get a billion pods. That was the, the Kyle Rittenhouse shit. The, the, you got a billion pods that talked about that this week. Think about this. You write a show. Facts. If a nigga made a podcast off your show, you're not going to listen fam you gotta tune in. especially a nigga who made a podcast off your show that don't have no connection to your show like you don't even want to see that's the audience nigga that's the audience this is beyond it's insecure it's hbo sunday night y'all getting views you know people watching yeah what are they saying it's one thing to go check the, the uh, hashtag on twitter see what's going on it's another thing to see yo they talking about us for two hours because the what hashtag they saying over on there? twitter is cool but do you got like when your fans yeah. of watchers of a show are invested enough in your show to go watch or listen to two other people talk for three hours yeah. about it? You got to tap in, not yeah. because it gives us some sort like you got to tap in to understand, like, 
you got a dope product if people want to listen to other people talk about your product. Yeah. Yo. So like I, I know for a fact that like if the, if somebody made a podcast about my podcast, I'm tuning in. If niggas made a Shop Talk podcast podcast, nigga. Cause I want to know what Man, my audience of, is really saying. It's a bunch of Shop Talk juniors that try to make Shop Talk podcasts <laughs> over and over. I see the hashtags. Yeah. So when you when you create a new podcast called Shop Talk Podcast, <laughs> and Man. you look at that, Man. you think you made the first hashtag yeah. Shop Talk Podcast, and you go back yeah. to 2016, and you see like yeah. talking to you, LeBron. Find a new name. <laughs> talking to you, LeBron. You know, what talking what I'm to you, Sebastian. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. It be because yeah. I followed the hashtag yeah. Shop Talk, Shop Talk. Yeah. I be seeing it be like yo, episode one of Shop. Man, my nigga, didn't you type that in? Did you, you type in? You saw us when you gotta you go to us. your Instagram account and your and your Instagram account is Shop Talk Podcast four five six seven eight fam. Because what you wanted wasn't available. You should have been like, oh, once shit. you typed in Shop Talk P. You saw us, nigga. It was, it's no way you didn't it's see like, us, oh, bro. Oh shit! I can't get this name because yeah. it's taken. Because guess what? You should probably get a new name. You know what's funny? Um, I came up with a new name for our pod like two years ago, and I still think it'd be dope. I ain't gonna say it right now, but did you, did you snatch it? No, no, no. I ain't, I ain't snatch it because I'm still in the process. Granted, I didn't start this process for real till recently of trying to see if somebody already got it. Because in my mind, it's such a dope name for what we do. <laughs> That I'm like, yo, somebody can, has to have this. Because we can take it and do yeah, something yeah, different and do with something it. with it. But I was like, it's so like, again, for what we do, I was like, it's almost too obvious. Somebody got to have it. I'm in the process of seeing if somebody legally has it. Because I don't give a fuck what you got on the gram, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure a way around that, nigga. I'll, I'll put a Z in that motherfucker and boom, nigga. I mean, but, also, I mean Shop Talk Podcast is available. Hey. Because I got it. Facts. Um... Well, it was. <laughs> it was. Um, no, but yo, speaking of which, uh, did you see, and we talking about Insecure, HBO, HBO Max, so this is relevant. Did you see their response to Netflix's strong black lead, HBO Max's page? Uh-uh. Scene in black, and it's seen like a movie scene or yeah. TV scene. That's dope. Beautiful name, nigga. Like, Curve sent me that, actually. Shout out to the bro. I was like, yo, that's brilliant, nigga. Scene in black? Bitch, fuck and you, a, Netflix. And a nigga like me had come through with, with, with some shit that said, be seen in black. <laughs> <laughs> and now we back, nigga. Shop Talk Podcast 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dog. So this week's... Scene in black. Yeah, no, that bro, when Curve sent me that, I was like, they got one. We got one. Oh, we got one, got one. And I bought the website. I remember. <laughs> so look, actually, I ordered us some merch. Okay. When we was talking about doing that. Yeah. I still have them. They were real vintage, so I don't think they fit. That's why I never gave you yours. Because I was like, oh, I can't wear this. Nigga. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about Jay, but I can't fit mine. Um, But that said, dog, we still got one. Me and Curve was actually just talking about that the other day. We still got one, dog. So. Yeah, we we going to work. Anyway, Insecure, episode five, man. We are halfway through the final season. It's crazy. That in itself is crazy because of what Insecure has done. Um, I got a couple people hitting me last week who said they felt like we was a little harsh on episode four. What did we say? 
I don't think we said nothing harsh. I didn't think. I forgot because no, you know. it was a thing. We pot a lot, nigga. No, it was a tequila. <laughs> That's why. I Yo, forgot. no, no, no. The tequila had me lose six. Feet. <laughs> Yo. Uh, Yo. 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 No, no, no. FanDuel roulette. Jay, that motherfucker was red eleven times in a row. I kept Ben. I said, "Cause you like, no cause way. there's no way. There's no way, fam." <laughs> Sixty one. Sixty one. <laughs> Gone. Yo. In a matter of minutes. <laughs> there's no way. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> no I don't Sick. think you understand. No, no, there, no, no, there's no way. No, no. My nigga. <laughs> cancel Christmas. <laughs> Tommy. Okay. Well, cancel Christmas on this motherfucker. I was yeah. But anyway, um, no, I I don't think anything we said last week was <laughs> hope she do. <laughs> Because she didn't. No, no, no. She knows now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just cook. Can we cook? Like, Let's be a family. <laughs> like, yeah, people don't spend time together alone now. You always, well, Jesus is the reason for the season. Okay? Yeah. Like, come on. Dog. Let's go to church. Don't take the Christ out of Christmas. Like, no, dog. Yo, if you send my mother a Merry Xmas, uh, the, the return text you are going to hell. <laughs> it is happening that day, dog. Um, I don't think we were that harsh on episode four, uh, but I could be wrong. We did drink a lot of tequila in a very small amount of time. And I got to be honest, we just drank a lot of whiskey in a very small amount of time. And now I'm starting to feel it because it's getting hot in this studio. So uh, that said, I think episode four was cool. Like it was funny, but y'all got to stop the sensitive shit. When the niggas say some shit was cool. It was straight. Like, everything ain't going to blow me out the fucking water, dog. Like, episode four was I. Right. It was funny. I laughed my ass off. I still think the season so far, halfway through, doesn't we, feel fluid, bro. Halfway through the season. We halfway through it. And I don't know what this season's about. I think we get into it, though. Oh, by the end of this, I think we get into it. But some I had uh, a talk with Shorty about last night. Why they keep waiting to the end of the episode to hit us with the shit we've been waiting all episode for? Fam. It's okay to, to like give us what we looking for. My nigga, one through five, the end of every single one of these episodes has been, yeah, that that was it. That was the part. That was the part. Like, like I can get it if you was trying to like give me enticing to the to the season. Like yeah. my nigga, we here because it's the last season. So give me what I'm looking for. We talked about it a little bit on the last pod. Um, go check out episode 196 if you haven't already. Uh, Love Life on HBO Max. Um, so this is all HBO family. Love Life did a really good job. Of Every episode was about different shit. 30, 34 minutes or so. 30 plus minutes. But around the same amount of time that Insecure gets every week. They had 10 episodes. Insecure getting 10 episodes. And Insecure is five seasons deep. Four of them were were great, nigga. This one might be great once we get the whole body of fucking work. So I'm not I'm not giving up on Insecure, clearly. But what I will say is Love Life did a very good job giving you different scenarios, but keeping focus on some central shit, dog. Mia on Love Life was literally a part of all 10 of them episodes, even when she wasn't on one of them bitches, dog. That's right. My nigga, it was a way to keep your fucking eye on the ball and still do every other thing. I was I was hoping that shit worked out. So look, 
Um, it's another show that I spoke about over the summer. Brilliant. It came on Stars. Run the world. Run. Did you ever get a chance to watch that? Nah. So here's what I'll say about Run the World. What they did beautifully. It was about four women, all friends. Every episode of Run the World, I did the same thing a minute ago. <laughs> we are out of convenient liquor. We, we we'll have to get up to get a drink if we want one. Yeah. Y'all have to get a punch, and I don't want to punch y'all. One thing Run the World did really fucking well. All ten episodes. Every fucking girl got their time on screen, but they did a real good job of like, yo, we all giving y'all screen time. We all giving y'all a plot or y'all storyline some screen time. But one of y'all will get just a little bit more like this episode might be about you, but we ain't forget about the other three girls on the cast. Insecure is doing a really odd job of like, cause like, yo, after everything we just went through with the first four episodes, Molly Mom bought to she didn't had a stroke, nigga. What is going on, dog? Like it just feel like they kind of all over the place until the end of the episode where it was like, oh, y'all might have set us up for a real fucking. These last five could go yeah. a lot of different directions because um, let's just talk about it, man. So the episode started out real uh, risque. Molly riding face. You know, Molly, Molly got ate out like 30 times on the show, dog. Like, I know Yvonne Orgy was a was a virgin, but was or is she still? I don't know. I don't know. She, be a quite it's wild to have a be a virgin with a last name Orgy. <laughs> like, like, what are you doing to me? Okay. I'll be pissed. <laughs> like, God damn. So you telling me I can't hit? Like, <laughs> like you got a poor name, okay? <laughs> Your name is Orgy. Oh, and so y'all close at 10? <laughs> like, like, okay. Um, but it, it started off with her with some nigga name. That nigga name was like Clyde or some shit. It was like a random. That's the dude from last week. No, no, no. That wasn't either one of them. I thought that was Boyhead dude from last no, week. No, I went through the credits. When they finally showed his face, because they did show his face. Yeah, they did. I thought, it was, I thought it was old boy. It wasn't none of them. This is a whole different nigga. I don't know, man. We got to check that. Bro. Well, let me look. Convenience in my phone. <laughs> I mean, no, nah, this is a whole different nigga, I think, bro. Um, But if it was dog from last week, that means she ain't getting nowhere with the Asian looking dude. Side note, I watched the entire episode of Insecure. Yeah. I wait. I watched it until it went back to the main screen of HBO Max. Yeah. It did not show me a, a next week preview. What the fuck do your next week be doing? Like, do how they, do your shit not play? Do they do it like later in the week or some shit? Because like I didn't. So literally, this is how my HBO Max when I watch it, it go all the way through the credits. Yeah. Next week, uh, preview, and then it goes into the wind down show. All that be a part of one show. I've seen it before. Yeah, I, but it ain't I watched doing the that. wind down before, like yeah. know, episode two or some shit like that. But like last night, I sat there and I didn't touch the remote. Nothing. That bitch went right back to the screen. So let's uh, when we get to that part, let's pull up the preview and talk about what what it looked like is happening next week. Okay, because it it looked like some shit is going down next week that we might want to talk about. But um. Now maybe it's because it's from the I'm watching it from the Samsung TV app. Versus like the iPhone app or some shit or Apple well, TV app because I was in my living room and so know. up until literally this week's episode, I watched all of them from my LG TV app 
because my Fire Stick HBO Max was acting weird, but then I just deleted it and re-downloaded it, and it's acting fine now. So I watched this week on the Fire Stick, but it's been it show all the way through, dog. That's very that's very fucking weird that it's not giving you the whole whole play because and i forgot today to go on youtube and look for yeah no we're gonna pull that up because that preview for next week look like some especially based off the end of the episode first why is molly name molly this is wild but her teeth is back <laughs> i saw like i kept seeing it was a dark scene when it started off but i seen teeth them teeth them teeth was teeth was teeth in. Duh. Duh. It's queen latifah <laughs> queen latifah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That is good. Yo, Queen Latifah. Yo, that's wild, my nigga. Queen Latifah. Yo. <laughs> Out of respect, I'ma just spell that correctly. I'm not gonna No, you gotta say it, Queen Latifah. <laughs> oh shit. Um Look, man, Molly. Oh no, this ain't do ain't a ball here. That's a different nigga. Yeah, no, this is a whole different nigga, dog. So yeah. Molly was riding random face. Um, <laughs> Latif Stanfield. <laughs> Teeth sweat. <laughs> oh shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Martin comeback. Okay, Latif Stansfield. <laughs> Queen Latifah. Oh, shit, dog. Oh, man. Oh, shit. I just poked myself in the eye with the Cardis, bro. Um, Yo, <laughs> and that was funny as fuck. Molly, stop riding face, nigga. Uh, <laughs> she went through all that with the niggas from the barbershop last week just to fuck with a new nigga this week. I told y'all she was back on some bald head hoe shit, literally. Hey, cutting your hair do not mean throw it at everybody, dog. But she seemed like that's what she on. She riding dog face. She nut. Then all of a sudden, her phone go off. She got mad missed calls and texts, nigga. How wasn't none of them there while you was riding face? And all of a sudden, you got eight. Her dad and her brother's been hitting her up. They trying to let her know your mom's in the hospital. She had a stroke, nigga. Where's the Katifa? Where's Latifa? Where's 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 Latifa? Where's Latifa? Yo, yo, Wiz gonna hit us up like, yo, why y'all keep saying? Why y'all keep saying my name? When y'all oh, oh shit! Um, her mom's had a stroke, dog. She went to the spittle to go meet with her fam. I thought they was really fin. I was like, yo, are they about to kill Molly Molly's mom off, dog? Like, for no reason. That was finna be my irritation. Like, I know y'all did the the scene or whatever in episode two where she was talking to her parents about they will and getting their estate together and all that. I guess I guess my concern or my question is Yeah. Um, they kinda mentioned like, oh my God, y'all didn't finish your estate planning. Unless both of them died at the same time, like I mean, like it go to the it go could, to the spouse. Yeah, I could do it. Like I'll I'll wrap it up now, if something when, happened. When it's yeah. just you, yeah, all right. That's the whole. But we married. Like, like it go to the spouse. We'll figure it out. And Molly, I'm still here to figure this out with you. Uh, like and I, with Molly being a lawyer, I might understand a little bit why she's. Does, is it different? Is if if dad if dad passed away, does it not go to mom? It ain't no different. I get why she would want them to handle it. 
But like, what kind of? <laughs> and then it's two kids, right? It's her and her brother. No, it's three. Okay, it's the little brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? It go to the kids. I mean, if y'all want after dad, yeah, y'all want well, after it, both. If y'all want to fight it out in court, I mean, that's another thing. <laughs> Are you worried about fighting it out in court? Like, you got everything. You rich. yeah. Like, give it. Let let. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not important because no, it no, is. no, not at all. What? Be perfectly honest. I don't give a fuck what happened after I die if I don't have children, uh, and if my children aren't like grown as fuck already. Like these kids is old as hell. One thing that um this episode did for me, dog, it took me to a spot that I I was really in. I've I've been in before, but it, I was really in it last year when the pandemic hit and all that shit. Yeah. Um. Friends losing their parents, dog. It's something that it's the part of being in your thirties. Mm. That niggas don't really tell you about, yo. Like you see the memes, like yo, being in your thirties is like being in your twenties, but with money. Like it's not. No, it's deeper than that. Um, it's actually real in you're your thirties. You're nigga. ten years closer than you. Yeah, man. Somebody said this shit, dog, and it blew my fucking mind. Hmm. He said, "Like, how old are you? You got twenty more times to see your parents." <sighs> what if that was the case? <sighs> Cause especially if you don't, if you're not one of those people, I'm over there every day, every yeah. week, whatever. Shit, like, if you live out of state, you may see your parents. Yeah, ten more times. Yep, five more times. You don't fucking know, especially yeah. if you, like, yo, this shit is closer than you think. I it's, think because I've experienced that right with one, um, and I'd be thinking about people who are close to me, uh, shortly after. Uh, my mom passed. Uh, yeah, one of my close friends. Her mom passed, um, and I did. I so when you were talking about earlier, you know, what I'm saying it's deeper in the pod the whole nine. Mm-hmm. It's like when I was going through all that, everybody who pulled up on me and and, and showed concern or did something like that shit really stick to me. Mm-hmm. Like even to this like I feel like I'm indebted to a certain extent yeah. for people who who showed up for me. Yeah. Um and then when they go through something, like I need to return that favor yeah. and show up for them. Um I showed up for somebody. It was too soon. <laughs> Damn. It was Damn. too soon. I done did that. I was in that motherfucker balling. Yeah. Like I was really yeah. balling. And then two people, um, like within like within two months. <laughs> Like after, like it, yeah, I was in there, but but it makes you me, think you be in there for them, but you don't realize what you still got on you, dog. <laughs> like I bring it up to say, it got me thinking about other friends, that, yeah, that I'm close with or people I, I I love and care about, and I see their relationships. And I'm like, man, I don't want them to face the inevitable, mm-hmm. but it's like it, at some point. Like it has to, right? It has to, and like that's just something. It's like, dog in the past year. I've so I have a I have a weird relationship with parental mortality. Mm. Um, almost lost my pops literally more times than I can count. Um, the most serious time was was when I was uh, just turned fourteen. It was. Literally about a month and two weeks after my 14th birthday. Um, but prior to that, almost lost him to the streets a bunch. Post that, 
nigga, I've spent my last two birthdays with my pops in the hospital, <laughs> dog. Like, it's been something serious every year, it feels like. But at 14, when he got in his car accident and was in a coma for months, was vegetative, was unable to breathe on his own, was unable to talk, had to relearn speech, had to relearn how to walk, had to relearn all this shit, can barely, was paralyzed. This was something different. And it was a blessing because I didn't lose him. But it was like, damn, dog, I still lost a part of him, though. I still lost what I was used to. I only had a few real years with my pops not incarcerated, nigga. So losing the ability to throw the fucking ball with him and, and play pitch, when I had just got that yeah. at 12, only to turn around two years later at 14 and now I don't know if he ever going to be able to fucking walk again if he comes out of this coma. It hit different. So my personal relationship with parental mortality, I'm more, I'm, I'm not going to use the word comfortable, but I'm more used to having to face it than probably your everyday average nigga. But when you hit your 30s and you start looking left and looking right at your friend's who ain't almost losing parents. They losing parents, dog. You know what's, what's interesting is that, um, and I think Molly came to this realization here. Yeah. I get it. You know, you out here living your life. You go around your parents and they ask you, well, when you get married, who's mm. in your life? When you having a kid? When you having a grandkid? They're not asking that stuff because they nosy. Yeah. They kind of know what's important in life. Fam. And they know how they know how important that is, and they want that for you. Yeah. Um. And you may take it luck, like, yo, man, they, everybody always asks me. To, that's not what they really doing. Yeah. They understand because they had you. Mm-hmm. They know the love and and the joy and the the whole nine that they get from you. Yeah. And they want you to experience that because once you start getting up there, you understand the meaning of life. And you you bring up a great point, dog, because it feels like pressure. From these parents and these elders and these family members, it feels like pressure because you don't have or may not have what you require to have a child or have but a. Guess what? You probably in a better position than your parents were when they had you. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of times, so we're quick to be offended by shit like that, and I get it. I'm I've, I've been offended by shit like that, so I understand why we instantly sort of trigger that response. But when you think about it from the vantage point you bringing up, yo, fam, a lot of our parents had us when they was early 20s. Barely any fucking education, like maybe high school, maybe some college, maybe full college. Barely prepared for life, barely working, barely had one income. Like it was a whole bunch of fucking obstacles, but they started their family. And no matter what the fuck they had to do, now I'm, I'm making sure my family good, nigga, if I don't do nothing else. So um, I have these conversations with people and like, yo, I still feel like a kid. I'm this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I've learned a lot in these 39 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've been cultured in different things. Um, I can only imagine what I'm going to learn and who I'm going to be as a person Yeah. once you're you a father and you're responsible for another human being, right? Yeah. So maybe it's not that they want you to um, to hurry up and do this for them, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. Oh, I want a grandkid. Maybe they want you to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. Because they don't, they, they knew 
and understand that I wasn't the best version of myself to until life. I had another life to look after. Yo, fam, it's only so much you're going to naturally be able to pull out of yourself. Yeah. It's only so much of you you can require of yourself. Being responsible for another human being requires you to be a completely different person, dog. You have to do things differently. You have to think differently. You have to literally lose selfishness. You nigga. Gotta, I'll explain the expression. You got to believe in God. Woo! And what I mean by this, you got to bow down to something greater than yourself. Damn. Like, it can't be you and you only. You got a whole nother human life form. And we think because... Yo, I went to school. I graduated school. I went to this. I work here. I make this much money. I got my own spot. I got this car. I got this. Doo, doo, doo. I got my shit together. I'm better than my parents were at this stage of their life. So we think that them asking us, well, when you going to get married? When you going to have a kid? Is offensive because we like, nigga, look we, at all my accomplishments. We focus on all this material shit. Fam. At the end of the day. Yeah, facts. Look what I got. Look what look what I've attained, nigga. Look at me, what I did by myself. But here's the thing we never really acknowledge when we're doing all that with the help of y'all, my parents. Look at what y'all. Because what, what I'm also hearing is that, so you think what I had wasn't good enough. Ooh. No, I didn't have this, this, and this, but I raised you, and, and you look did. what you did. So maybe if you don't have all of that, and you raise a kid, maybe they'll get even more than what you have right now. Fam, I was born in literally complete poverty in Hooper City, Alabama. I moved to Detroit and lived in two motels for a long time. Moved to the projects, moved to some subsidized houses. My parents didn't have a lot. What they did for me allowed me to do everything that I, I'm doing currently, nigga. I live in a beautiful loft downtown, nigga. Gorgeous. I have a great fucking car. I got a great life. I got a great girl. Without my parents, I don't do this, nigga. Thinking about the legacy they left on me, how could I not want to pursue that and leave my legacy on somebody else, nigga. Shit, hopefully multiple somebody else's, dog. So I, I think that... <laughs> multiple baby mamas? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, no, no, no. No, because uh, Shorty made a comment last night when we was watching Insecure that almost got her uh, <laughs> in trouble. So now take that, Shorty, even though it was from Jay. He said it, but I'm riding with it, nigga. <laughs> um, but no, dog, I, I think that it's... Your parents and your elders and your family, their concern about your legacy isn't meant to harm you, dog. It's literally, yo, now that you've done all this great shit for yourself, I know you're going to raise your children to remember, be great people, dog. I remember a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I'm tired of people saying that your parents, the worst advice I got was to go to college and get an education oh and shit like that. Well, like... They was trying to do what was best for you, right? Yeah. So when they ask you when you get married, when you having a baby, it's the same thing because they know what's Fam, best for. When them. they said what college you going to, you gave my answer, right? Whether it was Harvard or Wayne State, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing with my life. If you said I ain't going, now, all right, well, what you doing? So this doesn't mean just because somebody asks you that that means you got to go out and have a baby at that. No, point. no, no, facts. But what what I'm saying is like you shouldn't be offended by it. No, you shouldn't take offense because I, I really do think that 
I get people got medical shit. And yeah, we not we not no, no, going no. on we, the one off. We just talking, we talking about, about in general, general day to day situations. I do think that your loved ones wanting you to experience have them. offspring and experience not just the joy of having children, but the responsibility that of having children, the responsibility of being married. The thing that is inherently written into your DNA. The reason that you get yeah. to the opposite sex, the reason that God said be fruitful and multiply, I want you to f- to feel the 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 joy of Yeah. Yo, I want you to, like I didn't did it, but I have <laughs> I want you to get married and have children because as my child, I've seen you grow as much as I me your parent can verbally or I'm sorry, physically see you grow. You can't grow physically to me anymore i've watched you become six feet tall get a job get a career go to college i've seen you accomplish all the shit you can you making money you living on your own now you don't live in my basement no more awesome great but now what i want for you is to see you grow to that next level and raise a family nigga. i want to see you raise a child i want to see you raise a son or a daughter to understand we talked on the last pod about men raising men dog and, and and showing their sons how to be real fucking men and how to be good men I want to see you do that, nigga. Implement the shit I taught you. Low-key, teach them better than I taught you. And I taught you good. And I taught you good because look how you turned out, bro. Look at all the things you've accomplished. All them check marks that you keep telling me when I say, yo, when you having a kid or when you getting married that you use as a defense, yo, that's exactly why I think you're going to be such a great like, how can you wife, mother, her? husband. Mm. Like, oh, man. Like, so the, the if you got a one of those relationships with your parents that you just love and you yeah. admire the relationship, why don't you think your parent want that thing feeling for you? Man. And it's man. not meant, like, maybe that's not ultimately what's in your car. Yeah, right? maybe it ain't. But the, the mere fact that they want that for you shouldn't be seen as disrespect. It should be seen as I love you too. Yo. And sometimes as your parent, dog, I want to see you stop getting in your own way when it comes to because here's the thing a lot of motherfuckers that say yo i'm gonna be the single on or i'm gonna be hey i'm I'm gonna just be single for life nigga i'm gonna be a player for life i'm nigga no the reason that's happening is because you keep making the same mistakes when you dating you dating the same type of people you're not learning what god is literally yo i'm removing certain people from your life and then you going and replacing them with people just like them okay well uh yo as your parent i want to see you get it right so listen, man, if they say that, maybe that's not for you. Don't take it as disrespect. Just take yeah. it as another another vantage point, another viewpoint. It yeah. shouldn't be like, oh, I hate when they do it. Yeah. Because, yo, uh, that same, quote, pressure that you feel like your family and your, your parents and all that put on you, what you think old boy feel like when you keep mentioning shit to him, kids, rings, wedding, like you not trying to pressure him. You're trying to say, yo, I want to see us go to this next level, nigga. Your parents, though they're not romantically involved with you, that's still what they want to see, nigga. I want to see you go to that next I level. I want to see you go to that next level of your life, dog. I so don't I look was, at it like pressure. Man. I wish I was able to get that to my mom. Man. I felt man. when when Molly was like, all she wanted was this. Like I, yeah. met, I remember having a conversation with my mom with the girlfriend I was at the time. She was like, don't get rid of this one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, got rid I, of that one and i had when she was i i hated to tell her yeah. that we, we didn't you know what i'm saying like yeah. but then i explained to her like look i seen what you and dad got I, I know what the feeling is and i wasn't feeling 
that, that way. Yeah. And like I don't I don't think it's fair for me to string somebody along and do all this, whatever, whatever. So uh she understood, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But like it hurt for me. Like I didn't even tell her for like two, three months. Yo, so me and you come a, we we come from a real unique, I guess, point of view compared to a lot of our contemporaries. Um both raised with two parents mm-hmm. who have been married for a long time, mostly happily. My um, wife. Well, yeah, married. My mom passed. Yeah, my yeah, wife. yeah. Married um, from birth. So, do you think that your parents' marriage and their relationship made it difficult? Because what you just mentioned, yo, that thing that you and dad have, yes. I didn't have. I think I have made it difficult on myself um, trying to compare something from two other people who are yep. not me to something that's for me. So Bam. I do think I have, I have made it difficult on myself um, and had to stop the comparison thing. And like, yo, everybody relationship is different. That don't, that don't. So me and my homeboys relationship and everything. Uh-huh. So you and your father's or you and your mother's yeah. relationship, like that shit is different as well. So I had to still have to uh, get that out of my mind. Like just because it doesn't match this specifically, it's okay. <laughs> I remember being, my parents have been together since they were in the third grade. Yikes. It's a very long time. Um, they've been married, how old am I? I'm 37, so they've been married 38 years. Together since third grade, married since um, they were, you know, fucking 20 and 21, man. It's been a long time coming. When I was in elementary school, I literally used to like all my little fourth fifth grade girlfriends all little girls i was dating or whatever hollering at in elementary i used to be like dog if this don't work out from right now nigga in fourth grade (laughs) my parents is better than me they doing this better than me because my expectation was you meet that girl right now you meet her early you meet her you meet her in third fourth grade and you with her for the rest of your life and we gotta we only see we only relive the highlights facts like we got the best versions of our parents yeah. in, in our mind. But like, my nigga, that shit wasn't always rosy. Fam. You don't know what the fuck was going on. So like you, we have a skewed reality of who our parents are. Facts. And what's wild is I know a lot of my parents low lights. But when it comes to my dating, I still always went from elementary school up until I finally stopped and let my guard down with Shorty and was like, yo, you know what? I'm going to do this, not comparing myself to my parents. But during that whole period, all I ever said was, yo, if this ain't like some kindred shit from the the rip, it ain't it, nigga. And I never gave myself a real chance. Now, fortunately with Shorty, I felt what I, I didn't think I had with anybody else. And I think that that was a big difference with her. But... During the difficult times and the and the you know the the parts where we might not have seen our parents going through and fighting through and seeing how they worked it out, that's what I feel like. All right, I was able to go back to like, yo, realistically, I know my parents had to go through some shit like this. I stayed in the bad relationships um, because I figured that you was my parents trying to make that since high school. Yeah. I figured you that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, that picture you posted that I don't care what you said, that was their wedding. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't from high school. What's so crazy? That was like the governor's ball or some shit. <laughs> my parents got married in the backyard of my of, of my mom's house, my yeah, grandma's yeah. house. And I know that, but for some reason I just in my brain I was like, yo, this their wedding picture. Uh but it wasn't. That's dope. Uh my parents 
got married at the courthouse and then had the like party the reception at my grandma's house, nigga. So the house that uh on Linwood and Carter. Yeah, yeah. That we got the most memories at like my parents got married in the backyard. That's what's up, man. Um but like I stayed in bad relationships because I you know, you're supposed to work it out no matter that's what. how it go, right? And, and unfortunately, no, that's not how it goes. Yeah. In this particular one. So yeah. yeah. Um I felt Molly um how she felt yeah. When she kind of felt like she kind of felt like Man, I'm letting so I'm letting her down. Cause she even she said wanted. it like, "Yo, I was fucking with a random dude when I got the text, nigga." Like it make it make people who in your life who not really important. Oh, they look disgusting. They, ugh, you are the worst, nigga. Like, cause now I literally don't want to talk to you. You you was talking about your close friends earlier and, and the pictures you was posting of your mom and your parents. People who are really, really close to you in real life, fuck the socials, fuck all the people you actually fuck with, they be the only ones you can even tolerate when you start getting in that mind, dog. Like, I don't, that fake shit, that weird shit, that all y'all niggas is iffy right now. Like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be around you. I don't want you in my business, nigga. And when you start having them real feelings, dog, again, mortality will have you thinking about everything nigga. man i can't go to a funeral and not think about my own mortality man sometimes i'll be in that bitch crying because what what the people think are going what, what when, when i go what's going to yeah. happen fam yeah literally i'm talking about from 5 till how old am i 37 i'm the king of just like yo man when my parents die, I'm gonna cry so hard, and then I just bust out crying nigga it's like fam they right there go go over there hang out nigga but it when you start thinking about death, mortality, losing people close to you, it'll have you considering your whole life, dog. It'll have you considering everything you've done, everything you've accomplished. Yo, have I done enough? <laughs> like, what was important? Fam. That time I should have went over to my peep's crib and I went out to the bar, I went Man. to the cigar bar, I went to this and this. Like, yo, did I need to do that? Niggas can like, give up everything they got to be if, able to do that. If you can go back and be like, yo... Here's a Friday night I could have spent with yep. my parents. Yep. I wish I can take this back because yeah. I don't even I don't even know this girl last name. Fam. I don't even know what she I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like Dog, one thing, um my so in addition to all the friends I had who lost parents during COVID and all that last year, I lost my grandmother to COVID. And uh one thing I was always appreciative of when we moved her in the nursing home in Atlanta, that was my last year in Atlanta before I moved back to Detroit. I literally went to go see my grandma every day. Growing up, I only saw my grandma at holidays or funerals, nigga. Like, that was it because she was in Birmingham. I was up here in the D. And when she was finally in Atlanta, 15 minutes away from me at Emory, I went over there every fucking day. We watched Family Feud for seven straight hours. It was me, her, and Steve Harvey. But it was like, yo, this is literally the time that you don't get back, dog. Like, this is what you got. Now, granted, I didn't think that with all the shit my grandmother been through, she outlived five of her seven kids. She outlived 13 siblings, nigga. I didn't think that I would lose her to a fucking global pandemic. I didn't know what was going on last year. But I was so happy to have the memories, dog. Like, yo, I, I really did, at least when I when I was down there, I was able to spend the time with her that at another stage in my life, I might have selfishly been like, oh, grandma, I'll come over there tomorrow. Nick, no, yeah, nigga, sure. go spend a fucking hour or two, bro. Watch Family Feud four times. Take her something to eat. 
uh, take her to Kroger, take her to get her nails done, nigga, and just have a fucking good time, dog, because your parents, your grandparents, dog, they're ahead of you. Wherever you, if you think your life is short. Think about this. 37 years, right? Facts. If you were to take all the knowledge that you have right now, start back over at one years old, what do you think you can accomplish in your life? Oh, my God, nigga. I, my nigga. Credit perfect, home ownership, fucking job. I'll have my whole career at one, nigga. With all the knowledge I got, I would literally know how to do anything I wanted to do, dog. So... This is not the necessarily the rule. Yeah. But somebody double your age is that much advanced from you right now. Fam. So your grandma, your aunties, yeah. whatever, whatever, they they literally just may know more than you. Yo. And you may not understand it now. And once you get to it, like, damn, now I finally understand what mama was talking about. Nigga. Now I understand this. Like, so don't just, just listen sometimes. Yeah, dog. And, and not only listen, man, engage, dog. Like a lot of people... When they spend that time with their elders, their family, their moms, they their grandparents, niggas is unengaged. They on the phone, they doing this, they doing that, they trying to take pictures. Your grandma don't give a fuck about that picture, dog. Like she don't, you took that, you posted it on the gram for the look. You ain't never show your grandma. She ain't even sign off on that picture, dog. Spend that time, man. Really get in that fucking moment, dog. Cause even in this episode, when, you know, at the beginning when the doctor came out and told him, yo, it ain't nothing else we could do for her. Y'all might want to come say your goodbyes. In that moment, even though it turned out to be the wrong woman, nigga, that moment you realize everything that we talking about right now. Oh, shit. Her brother, yo, why did I tell her that wasn't her best potato salad she ever made? I mean, it was true, but I ain't have to say it, nigga. You said it because you thought you would be able to say a million better things to her down the road, nigga. Like, it, I know everybody say this all the time. Oh, I live every day like it's the last. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, no the don't. fuck you don't. Nigga. It's a cute. That's a cute saying. Yeah, but it looked real good in your story. You don't, nigga. You don't. Cause if you did, you would do so much more. But that so much more won't be what you think, nigga. Fam, I'd rather spend. If I was on my last day, I'd rather spend it with the motherfuckers who love me, than hop out a plane, nigga, or shop. You you at the Louis store, nigga. You, you can't take it with you. You trying to get you still trying to get social credit points. Come on, man. Come on, man. And, nah, and, just... and your mom right there? Your pop still there? Fam, it's a different level of again, I got I got you. I got my girl. My girl lost her mom when she was six. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I I hope she don't mind me mentioning that, but I say that to fam. That relationship up until then, and then the relationship that she had to develop with her grandma moving forward that's a lot dog that's a lot you lost your mom four years ago nigga, nigga that don't go nowhere nigga my mom my my father lost his mother at 13 on mm. christmas day oh my god <laughs> oh my god you know what i'm saying like man and that's i remember um, surprise i grew up with good christmases because that would that would that would fuck me that up. would fuck you fam i remember after my pops came too so in the two years, my pops was raised by his grandma, but his mom was still in his life. She just had, you know, my, she had some issues. Um, but in the two years that my pops was out of prison before his accident, he lost his grandmother one year and then his mom a year later, almost to the day. When he came out of a coma, he thought they both were alive. Couldn't remember. 
the doctor literally said, y'all, I don't care what y'all got to do. You got to play it up. You got to go. Whatever he say. If he say, oh, call, I want to talk to my grandma, tell him you already talked to her today. Oh, you just got off. Y'all remember you all, you just talked to her an hour ago because he was like, his mind will shut down his body if y'all tell him. Mm. They actually both died. It was years before we was able to tell my dad, yo, you actually lost your grandma and your mom pre the accident, dog. One of the hardest things I ever had to tell him, nigga. Years later, damn near fucking 30 years later, I had to tell my dad when my sister died. Yo, you lost your firstborn, dog. My sister passed, nigga. Mortality don't stop at your parents, losing your parents. Nigga, we losing peers. We losing siblings. We losing... Dog, this shit is so real, and it's the part of life that niggas don't... 30 ain't glitz and glamour, dog. And I, it's niggas losing motherfuckers before 30, but... Thanks. But it's just like when you get to this stage, I think you really sort of you can gauge the impact of these people in your lives a little bit better. And I think that's where Molly sort of turned. And I th- I was kind of disappointed in Issa this episode because, yo, you came over there. Initially, your energy was right. You, know, you was with Nathan. Y'all woke up. You was having coffee. You was trying to blow Molly off on y'all little lunch date so you could spend the day with Nate. Molly told you what was up. Yo, Nate, take me to the hospital. I got to go be there for my sister. But then you turn that shit into a date day. And you and Nate did what y'all do and walked around L.A. Well, they was looking for the dog. Well, they was looking for the dog. But we walked the dog. And the dog the dog. All the, you were supposed to go over there and get some clothes. That was your, that was your mission. Nate yeah. said, yo, we got to walk the dog. And here's, again, my mind watching this shit a couple times. I was like, okay, I get one to let the dog out, walk it. Feed it, give it some water, whatever. I, I understand that. You, it's a it's a living being, nigga. I understand. With a dog that I that me currently yeah. living with a dog who's been in the cage since three o'clock today, uh, he's gonna be angry. You want to check on it? <laughs> so my thoughts were, yo, yo, Nate, walk the dog while I get these clothes together for Molly or for me. She was trying to change and she had swapped out with Molly in the dress. And then, nigga, I need to get back to the hospital, dog. We don't need to take the stroll where we walk in the dog. And I'm so into what you and me are doing that I don't even realize this dog just snatched itself out of the goddamn uh, leash and ran off. Like, I'm not paying attention to what I need to be focused on, dog. Like, Issa, she felt very much like old Issa in these moments. Like, I don't know, man. I think that um, when people are going through those tough times, it's important um, to let the person know that you're there. Yeah. Uh, but to also still be yourself. Because um, sometimes I don't need you to come around and be ultra serious with me. Mm-hmm. Right now I need some brevity right now. Facts. I need some Facts. I need some laughter. I need something I to kind of to take my mind off. So I appreciated her when she came around. Um, hey, you need anything? Let me yeah, yeah. let me let me let me take something off your because there's nothing I can do to make you to make your mind feel better, better and make you feel yeah, better. Yeah. Let me take something off your plate. Let me change yeah. your clothes. Let me grab you something to eat. Um, I didn't know she had a fucking dog, but I remember Flavor Flav. Uh, I remember him. But like, okay, let me. I don't want you thinking about your fucking dog when you should be thinking about you know what I'm saying your mom. So like, I'm not I'm not mad at that shit. I thought she had she gave the the right amount of concern um, and kind of pick me up type stuff. And little jokey joke here and there, but like, yeah. hey, I still love you. You always gonna be in my loop. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole nine. I, I just, I felt like I wanted, when Issa was there with Molly, she felt present. But it was almost like, damn, nigga, like, all right, I needed you to run to the apartment and get some clothes real quick. You just gone. Like, granted, I know they spent a lot of that time looking for the dog, but it was just like, this didn't have to turn into a Nathan day, nigga. You could have just as easily called Uber and got the fuck over there, too. So you could do that and come right back. Like, it, it just felt, I don't know, man. It's some, Issa always have a has a tinge of irresponsibility behind some of the shit she do. Like, and I don't, maybe I'm watching that with the other four seasons in mind every time I see her I moving. Take, I didn't take but it. But I, I looked at it and was just like, fam, this ain't date day, bro. Like, well, eh, I don't, and I'm also, I'm going to just keep it real, bro. I'm tired of her and Nate walking. I'm tired. I, I want them to go sit down and, and fucking eat something, nigga. Uh, go, shit, I don't even want y'all to swim, nigga, because y'all did that before. After walking. After fucking walking, nigga, like how much more of LA are y'all going? Like, all right, go to y'all go to San Francisco, nigga. Y'all go over there, do them hills or something, make it challenging. I'm sick of them walking, dog. Um, what you think about, um, you know, while they was over there, dog was gone. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. um, Issa mom called. I forgot who her mom was, Raquel, uh, Wendy Raquel Robinson. Yeah. You know, she killed that. And uh, shout out to the game on Paramount Plus. I watched the first two episodes. I was on Paramount. I'm gonna yeah. check it out then. Yeah, I, I just I signed up literally to watch that. And uh, it's a part of my Showtime package. It's a part of my uh, T-Mobile Sprint something. I seen somebody say that, but ten ninety nine gave me Showtime and Paramount Plus. Oh, dope, dope. Uh, it, but that's when it was something else. Yeah, CBS. It was got like you, a got CBS you. and Showtime thing. Yeah, T Mobile get a a year free or something. So last week, yeah, when they was like, I don't want to be friends with you no more and all the other shit. And then this week, when he was like, Are you Issa's boyfriend? He was like, Yeah. She was kind of like, Yeah, you sure. Yeah, and then she was like, You didn't have to do that. I like. I thought that. Fam, I thought was, that was what we established on the hill last week. Oh, so now I mean, I, I like you, but now I just super like you. Like, what? What, yeah. what are we doing here? And that's so. Again, last week, one of my gripes was the reason that I'm not. A, I want them being friends, and the reason that I said that is because when it comes to the romantic part, both of them are very like. It's a lot of unsureness between the two of them, and. I feel like for Nate. Unsureness is because of Issa. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Fact, I mean, that's just how it is. If the man not secure that the woman wants to be there, yeah. then how can you be it, secure? It, he not setting a strong foundation for Issa to stand on. Um, I agree with that. But I also agree that, yo, the shit Issa do, the weird communication, the, yo, I don't really know what she thinking. Because he even said it when she was talking about her mom, like, yo, ever since my mom and my dad got divorced, she's been kind of all over the place. Like, I think she's just trying to figure shit out. Like, that, he was looking at her like, huh, sounds familiar, nigga. The shit that Issa be on, I don't think Nate is ready to deal with mentally, nigga, like, it's a lot when you're still trying to. When we first saw him pop up on the screen, he was taking medicine. Like he, sound, he looked like he was kind of hiding taking it. He was kind of tucked off at his drawer, wasn't he? Like nigga, she know you're a bipolar. Take your meds, bro. Um, but I don't like what could potentially happen between the two of them if it doesn't go right. Because we, but everybody has a every everybody, relationship can potentially not. But not happen. everybody's dealing with a mental illness. 
But I won't use that. Or as a mental a, instability, I'll say. Well, I won't say that. Okay, because you bipolar, then not every relationship we can't. You can't. We can't expect you to be normal in a yeah, relationship. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, no, you gotta, no, no. You got to deal with ups and downs. Just like one hundred percent. I think he's more himself, and she's more herself when they don't have the expectations of the romance. That's what it seemed like over the last year they've been able to do, kind of remove the politics and just be friends and be ourselves. But their romance only lasted like three weeks. Yeah. We don't know yet. And you know now. Because they didn't have, they didn't, I don't think they ever got a, a, a fair shake to phys- I agree with that. It, it fizzed out early. Um, but now we get the, yo, your mom just asked if I was your boyfriend. I said, yeah. Immediately when he said that, I went back to that scene with uh, Jadena and Molly when he came to the party she was at and fronted like he was her nigga. Yeah. And then Molly was like, yo, did you really mean that? And he was like, nah, nah, you just seemed like you needed a win. <laughs> so I was helping you out in front of your colleagues by saying I was your man. I ain't your fucking man. We barely know each other. Like, this is early. Let me become your man. I ain't just wake up and was your nigga. Not that I get that vibe from Nathan and Issa, because clearly they know each other a little bit. But it just, the awkwardness behind him saying that, again, it felt like last week didn't happen. Like, it was... They all like, oh, we we trying to take it slow, we trying to take it slow. Yeah. My nigga, we not strange. What, what's slow? When we, just, we just had a conversation last week that we don't want to be friends no more. We just woke up together. I had canceled appointments to cut hair. You was finna go meet up with your assistant, but she's sick. Fam, asking me to spend time together and then immediately going to, but do you want some me time? Because I know we said we'd take it slow. I get it. I get that question, too, because, like, I know you be having to have. You got an unexpected morning off. I get it. And, like, I don't want to pressure you like I did. I may have felt like I was pressuring you last time and then you dipped off on me and shit. So, like. I know you got some free time, but you want to use that to yourself or you want to, you know, can we hang out? Like, I get everything and that's what you do. Everybody kind of tentative and, you know, then, you know, hopefully that shit goes away. I also think, and I'm saying this directly to women. Yo, let the man tell you, like, let him come to you if there's an issue. Like, trust that, yo, if I had two appointments cancel and I want to do something else with my morning, I will tell you. Don't Everybody won't. Everybody won't, but I also feel like, yo, again, based on what y'all just talked about last week, based on how y'all's relationship fizzled out the first time, nigga, no, you don't want to assume that this nigga won't. But yo, either let him tell you that it's a problem or say, I want to spend the day with you. You got opinion too. This ain't all on me, dog. Yeah, you win sure. this relationship together. If you want to spend the day together, because he even said it um, when he was back and forth taking her to the hospital. She was like, yo, I know this could be an all-day thing. Like, I hope you don't. That nigga was like, He's, call me if you need me. Like, fam, I'm here for you. The same way you trying to be there for Molly, I'm here for you. Let me know what you need. And I, I got you. Because it's your best friend mama. Y'all, you close too. This is not, not just. Exactly. You even said, yo, I just was over there last week. Her mom was fine. Come on, dog. So. I, I understand what they trying to do, but it, it was very... Y'all tiptoeing around some shit y'all should be stepping into based on everything y'all went through and then everything y'all said last week. I don't want to just be friends no more. What you want to be? Super friends, nigga? Because if not, then no. It's not awkward when your mom asks if I'm your boyfriend. 
But then what was awkward was Issa saying, yo, I really appreciate how patient you are with me, man. That's why I love you. Anybody ever did that to you? Dropped I love you unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. And didn't so and didn't notice it. Um, cause like one time I quote unquote said it first, but you already slipped and told me you love me already. Cause yeah. you, never, you didn't realize it, but like, uh, I don't know if that ever happened and they didn't notice it. I didn't had it happen where it was like, Ooh, I'm Nathan. <laughs> I'm going to just sit here and just lean on your shoulder. Like, man, it's been a great day. That dog is a dog. Nigga. That is a doggy dog world. nigga. And I'm going to talk my way right around. Cause I don't really. Yeah, not that I can't love you, but today wasn't that day that I loved you, and you just threw me off. What was interesting about Nate not responding was I didn't even. I mean, I guess I realized he didn't respond, but so you know what? I didn't realize he didn't respond until I watched the wind down, and when they were talking about the episode and they talked about that scene, Issa mentioned it, or maybe it was Prentice Penny. One of them was like. And he didn't respond. And they kind of gave that, like, that's going to be a thing, nigga. <laughs> and I was like, oh, interesting. Because right after she said it and he didn't respond, she sees Lawrence and Condola and the baby, nigga. And it was like, oh, this is a lot of shit. Because the other thing I thought was, what if she said, I love you? He didn't respond, but that don't mean he don't love her. Maybe he's going to fucking tell her later. But then what if seeing Lawrence totally just threw her in a whole nother fuck? It got to This is why I'm worried about Nate's mental, nigga. Because, yo, as your friend, whatever the fuck you doing when you run into Lawrence has zero to do with my feelings, dog. And if it does, they feelings I can handle. Well, I mean. If we loving each other, it gets, it's sketchy, dog. Yo, heart wants what the heart wants. Uh, I'm not worried about Lawrence, I mean, uh, Nate feelings more than any, the next nigga. Just because you got, because you bipolar, that don't mean you get like extra care yeah. uh, in the relationship. But here's the other thing, though. I mean, I, that I also sound want mean, but no, no, no. Because on the flip side, I want Issa to get her feelings in order, dog. Like, because real talk, sometimes you just don't know. Do you really you even this. love this nigga Nathan? So listen, I'll speak from personal experience. Okay, um, you could be over somebody. Facts in your head. In your mind, mm-hmm. not around them, and moved, out of sight, out of mind. Moved on, thinking everything is all great, and then you run into them, and then all those feelings come back. Yeah, they still there. Yeah, like I didn't plan for this to happen. It, it just happened. It just happened. <laughs> and like you got to <laughs> deal with them feelings. Yeah. You got to figure that shit out. Because if you don't figure that shit out, then it's, it's always going to be that way. Issa should have hit that nigga like Stern. Like, Lawrence! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, the best intentions, like, yo, yeah. I, I plan to do this. I plan to do this. I want this. I want that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Until the heart won't what the heart won't. Hey, everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth, dog. Yeah, and um, will punch you in the fucking mouth. And nigga, Condola might too. Uh, very, I loved how they brought that into the show um lawrence condoling the baby Issa seeing them in the hospital at their appointment lawrence looking like this she probably think i'm with this bitch because yo so i'm real nigga shit i literally looked at lauren's face and was like dog that nigga lawrence look like i'm come save me like look me and you could still if he would he should have been like Issa. 
literally, he really looked like, yo, I still love you. I am not with her. And I told you I wasn't going to be with her. We literally just was fighting a week ago, fam. Have you ever been out with somebody? And you see somebody you want to be with? Yeah, and they think that y'all like together and shit. Oh, my God. Like, you know, fam. like this is just a date. Like, we not like together. No, nigga, I was out with, yo, all right. I don't say this to be disrespectful. White people are cool with me. But I was out with one of my white female colleagues one time. And it was a client dinner. But after the dinner, we was like, yo, we still got the company car. Let's hit the bar, nigga. So we was downtown. We moving around. And literally, we went to a bar where I was like, oh, shit, niggas be here, dog. Like, I didn't want to get mistaken. Like, I was out on a date yeah. with a white. Because I had a suit on. We at these nice spots. Uh, I'm like, fam, dog. I do not want nobody to think that I'm with her. And like she, my coworker wasn't bad looking white girl at all. But like I'm, but this, but is I'm not, not with you, and yeah. I don't want nobody to mistake this. And then I got some splaining to do later. Like we're like, damn, I seen you. I thought you was out with such. So I'm like, yeah, but and like, now, now I'm in y'all group chatting. You know, Aunt Dana a white girl. And next thing you know, it's just a whole right made up like, story. Like, like or Aunt Dana a black girl. Like, listen, I needed a date. Fam. So I called. And you didn't just ran with a whole thing and it was like that just wasn't what it was, but you saw it from over there and walked away with a story, dog. And I I ugh, I hate that. Man, I remember uh I think it was either Mike Epp or maybe it was a Cat Williams. Me and my uh one of my exes and shit, we was we had just broke up. Yeah. And uh I went to a comedy show with okay. my friends and I took another young lady with me and shit. And like one of her friends seen me and she walked up on me like with like with some veracity. <laughs> and I was in my brain, I was thinking like, well, we not even together. Yeah. Like, why are you so angry at me? Like, like me and her not like together, but like, yeah, I mean, I needed a date to come to this event. Like, what did you expect me to do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so then the ex called me like the next day randomly of course though of course i'm like like so yeah i saw your girl last night because like you're not about to <laughs> no but like that was not what it looked like <laughs> <laughs> like we was just out like you know what I'm saying? and don't tell me you seen my girl like i don't i don't like that because like <laughs> what do that mean <laughs> like leave me alone dog. that's the other part too um this was a great so in the preview, when we pull that up, uh, you will see what Issa did. So in the in this episode, nothing happened. She saw them. Her oh, and Lawrence had to, you can listen to it on a, uh, her and Lawrence had to stand off, and it was all you know gravy. But <laughs> on the preview <laughs> for next week, she literally was like, "Wait!" <laughs> when they was walking in the doctor's office, that nigga hollers out, "Wait!" And then everybody just stopped, like. Oh, shit. Uh, let me go to YouTube and pull this up. Because I do want to talk about uh, something that happened in this preview. What is it? Insecure episode six. Promo. There we go. Oh, wait a minute. That is not the one. There we go. You know right. everything is okay, right? Let's go help people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did. I noticed that over the season with other titles like one of them seasons it was all like hella it was like hella time yeah hella yeah yeah, hella yeah. so alright let me run through this fucking Liberty Mutual ad real quick four seconds and then alright 
I am your host Mickey Watson and today oh my we God. can subscribe as must. Insecure season five. Why the fuck? Yo, I hate everybody. Why would that nigga play me and not give me the motherfucking... Uh... There we go. Oh, you had it rocking. Oh. All right, let me bring this over a little bit. Uh... Yes, you can come back here. Wait. <laughs> that wait. The block. Where I know y'all from? Y'all did that museum shit with Crenshaw, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What you doing here, Issa? Well, I just came here to clear the air. Is that right? I've been walked on the ground and always. I was wondering if anyone knew the long you don't touch another barber's head. That's just some shit you don't do. I was trying to help your ass out so you and the shop ain't lose a customer. Stop worrying about me and worry about your own bipolar ass. Oh, I can't stand niggas like that. Dog. Who can't wait to get some shit off. Oh, ass. But that's why niggas don't say nothing. Because you trying to hold in my personal shit so you can get a bar off the minute you fucking got an issue with me, dog. Yeah, don't do not do me like you say. You bring some shit like that and throw it in my face, pause. I'm a... That score, nigga, in the third. That's wild. <laughs> nigga. Wait a minute. Dog. 38 to 84. In the third with nine minutes left. Niggas making 10 points a, a quarter. Who, who was the team with 34? Orlando. Jesus Christ. It's not magic, nigga. Um... Yo, if <laughs> somebody on FanDuel mad as fuck. <laughs> oh. So look, my man. What's uh, the point spread? <laughs> <laughs> boy, nigga, null and fucking boy. No, nah, my man, uh, he like, dog, I had Giannis with 10 boards. He was like, the nigga need however much more. But he was Is like, he still playing? They finna sit this nigga, dog. Like, he was like, he not getting shit. Um, K had the worst triple double ever yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know a couple niggas who hit off him having a triple double too. That that really made me mad because I would have never bet that shit. Last Saturday, I, I lost money on a double double, but then won on the Pistons winning by uh, one to ten points. Oh so shit, no. Back. Yeah, um, double double would have paid me a lot. Yo, them double double bets be they be hitting. I'm not. I'm never touching my Fanduel ever again. Though. But um, so Issa. When she saw Nate, oh, I'm sorry, when she saw Lawrence and Condola and the baby, and then in the preview for next week, she said, wait, <laughs> what's she saying? <laughs> like, what's what's the follow-up to that wait? Like, what could you possibly, saying hello is one Awkward thing. Awkward black uh, girl. She's going to say, Issa, she's going to say, hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Y'all used to love that song? My favorite part was Condola face when she said, wait, nigga, Condola looked like. Like, here we go again, nigga. Condola snake. Condola not even with more. Yo, Condola one of the motherfuckers who Like, why would you befriend me and take my ex? Like, what was the point? Befriend me. Cause here's the thing. I let you get off being with my ex because you didn't know he was my ex till y'all was already dating. Here's why I have an issue. <laughs> Cause you befriended me, took my ex, then you broke that nigga heart. Sent him back to me, but as a dad. <laughs> like, goddamn, Condola. Fucking super villain. You are fucking God Lamar, damn, nigga. Boy, I, I, I couldn't get out. You can't stop the rain. Condola Lamar? Come on, nah. Um, yo, man. Let's let's keep it real, dog. 
five episodes into the finale, or I'm sorry, into the final season of Insecure, man. How you feeling about shit so far, dog? Uh, hopeful. It's a good fucking way to put it. That's that's a I real feel like way. Wasted a lot of time. We're getting shit again, dog. This this is gonna sound wild. But if Molly mom not dying, we didn't need this. She gonna be paralyzed. Now they did mention that. I was gonna bring it up. The doctor said, yo, there's potential for paralysis. Um, we also found out she had a stroke before and the kids didn't know. Um he said, yo, she may wake up paralyzed. We just don't know. But the way the test look, it might happen. All fucked up. And I, I get that it's fucked up. But this feels like one of them things we literally might never revisit for the remaining five episodes. <laughs> like, with how random the first five have been, think about it. Went to Stanford. We had fucking Crenshaw. We got Lawrence and Condola. We was at the beach. Mom had a stroke. These next five literally could be about anything, dog. And we don't know. I'm over. We get another time jump. I kind of feel like we have to, dog. We get another time jump. You think they jump in another year? We gonna get like two. Might years. jump. Might jump a quick two to three. We gonna we gonna get by the end of the season. We getting another time jump. Because the way that they're pacing. It's like it's moving slow and fast at the Nothing same time. Nothing about bro. five episodes says there's going to be a resolve with her, and like it has to come over time. Um, time jump is coming. Next week a they also week. showed the Crenshaw nigga again. They gotta let that go. To your point, yo, I feel like they're wasting a lot of time. This is a storyline I didn't need to go this far. Don't nobody bro. give a fuck about this Crenshaw nigga. I don't like saying the name. It's awkward. I ain't really with it. I th know y'all thought it was kind of funny. Writer's room, hey, that's when y'all could have let live. <laughs> like, you know what? Ha, we did that and let it go. We ain't got to go there no more. Um, whatever they trying to do with his character, it feels random because, one, we not seeing her, like, grow. Y'all hanging on. Like, what is he really mad at that he's still beefing three episodes later, bro? Nigga, we didn't want you putting your little fucking bicycles out. Fam, we ain't want you doing your show the way you had it lined up. It was risky, nigga. Nigga, it's not my money. These is experts telling you, yo, this is risky. Let's keep this shit basic. You did it anyway. And then they came back and said, yo, you know what? We was wrong. We loved it. Fam, I'm just a messenger, bro. Like, Glad they liked it because you could be fucked. Because had they not liked it, nigga, we not working together no more. You fired, my nigga. And low-key, I might have been fired, dog. So why the fuck you still mad, nigga? You got... Other designers who I'm trying to approach with my business, they like, why your name familiar? Oh, the Crenshaw. Yeah, we ain't fucking with you. You a sellout. Wait, what? That's how them narratives go. It's weird, dog. Um, well, But I need that storyline to go on with them narratives. One thing about them tables. They always turn, nigga. Um, it's weird because I don't necessarily feel like I want more time spent on molly and her parents and oh something that did happen it was real subtle but that phone call that molly got from work that nigga torian he called like yo where your presentation you coming in today she was like no nah, i told my assistant nigga, well, just well, tell him what's going on why you ain't just say fam i'm dealing with a family emergency with my mom She's i can't like, do the project i'm doing a personal day nigga personal mean you at the spa fam like if you got some family shit like hey mama and then he like yo they really want your part of this presentation before the retreat. 
so they can review it before we get up there to present it. If it's too late, I can ask old girl. Said, old girl is very much available if you can't do it. Because whatever going on with you, you ain't here. She can get it done. Guess what you can't do? <sighs> you can't care about your mom and still be trying to trying to, to get brownie points at work. Nigga, take care of your fucking take mom. Take care of your mom. Give it to the other girl. Yo, one Tell thing. Them, I'm in the I'm in this I'm in the hospital. My mom had a fucking stroke. I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I might not be in for the rest of the week. I might not make the retreat. I don't fucking know what's happening, dog. Or let me call my boss. Yeah, because Torian, you're a colleague, my yeah. nigga. You well, might me, be senior, but yeah. you a colleague. Let me call my boss. Tell but him what's going on. Also, fam, if somebody else could take this off my plate. Go on and get it to him so I don't even have to worry about it. Trying to hog credit. Come on, dog. Because here's the thing about mortality we was talking about earlier. Yo, one thing mortality did for me in my own when I thought I was going to die in that fucking hospital. <laughs> nigga, work. Aunt comes first. <laughs> my nigga, you got your mom on her possible deathbed and Come you on, worried dog. about trying to get credit for some shit? You want to do the presentation before the... Nigga, why? You about to go home and do it tonight? Why? Because guess Cause what? Because you're going to do a shit presentation. I'll tell you that. Fam, because you didn't go home last night. You came to the hospital in a freakum dress. It was in this bitch with your whole thigh out for a day and a half till Issa got here with a sweatshirt. Yo, I want a uh, the block sweatshirt, by the way. I need Issa to put them. Like, we need insecure merch, nigga, because I want some of that. Um, we but can, We can make it and sell it. I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm going to also ask them, like, yo. Send us some shit, dog. We've been potting on y'all for four years. Come nigga. on, nigga. Come on. Season two through five, nigga. That's all us. But uh, I do think that work shit is going to come back up, man. I'm like, Molly, don't fuck up at work trying to do too much, nigga. Because if you don't do that presentation or you don't do it well, you seem like you thriving right now, nigga. It's the truth. It's literally no reason you can't be like, fam, just get at her. guess what? Everybody got a mom. And a lot of them, if they black, then went through a stroke, went through... All this Fam. type of shit. Like, it is, it is what it is. Yo, nigga, guess what? Your boss is, like, older. I guarantee your boss know, yeah, this is probably, handle your family business. We'll have Sheila do the presentation or whatever the fuck her name was. But It's okay. Don't overextend yourself Cause your and put your career in, in jeopardy. Your uh, joy, your, your, your um validation don't have to come from work facts it should come from family but for her it always has because i don't have a family because i'm have anything i'm she disengaged t- from my she family told molly y'all all i got yeah yeah i'm disengaged from my family um i'm fucking all i do is work and talk about my accomplishments dog and it's like and it fucked up yeah. it don't seem this way but sometimes somehow you have got brainwashed with so much materialism that all you care about is work and what you look like in your career. And that's all material objects. How the fuck you niggas work when you always at work? <laughs> Come on, dog. Uh, yo, man, I think this season, I think hopeful um, is the best way to put it, dog. I have a very good feeling about these last five episodes. It seems like we getting into the, the thickest shit uh, coming up next week, man. I, I hope for you know this one season won't ruin the legacy of insecure insecure has established itself as a cultural fucking icon it's it's an iconic piece of television for us but i would love to see it you know really get busy man because it's going off dog and i want to see it go off in the best light possible but that said i thought this episode was solid um 
it was some very subtle shit that happened this episode that I think could lead to some very unique and entertaining developments over the last five. And uh, yeah, man, y'all let us know what y'all thought. Go join the Insecure thread on Facebook. It was popping today as it is every Monday at 11 a.m. Uh, follow us at This Week in Culture. Send your BlackBerry letter. Yo, we ain't got a BlackBerry letter in a long time, dog. I know one of you niggas is going through a life problem, nigga, and you have a question. That's a fact. So come ask us. It could be work-related, relationship-related, parenting-related. It don't fucking matter, nigga. It could be, yo, what is the meaning of life? Me and Jay get real philosophical in this bitch. So send us a BlackBerry letter at thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com. Um, keep an eye out over the next couple months for... What we say we was oh more afterthoughts man because we got I'm, I'm, we got to do something with this finale dog we got to do something with this finale um, we got to put a put a play together for the final fucking episode um, of Insecure when that airs in December yeah man we got a lot of shit coming up so just keep a lookout man hit us on the socials this week in culture I'm Ant that's Jay episode one ninety seven we out.